This episode is brought to you by Odd Mo's Pizza in Canby. Handmade awesome pizza plus craft beer, wine, and cider delivered. Order today at 503-263-8444 or visit them online at oddmoes.com. This episode is also brought to you by Canby Foursquare Church. Since 1978, a place to grow, connect, and serve. Sunday services on campus and online at 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. Learn more at canbyfoursquare.com. Welcome to Now Hear This Canby, your source for news. The threat of a possible teacher strike was avoided this week. There's a new irresistibly cute creature winning over fans, and its name is Scootaloo. Sports? It's like Lucy in the football. You want to kick a field goal, but they take it away from you. We had to learn how to win. Mm-hmm. Goal can't be in the last second of the game! And interesting conversations. Because I'm one of the strongest girls ever, and I know that for a fact. <laughs> I just really enjoy writing gossip as if I was a bear. <laughs> With an old maid daughter that make the best moonshine in the coast. <laughs> If it would have hit me in the face, I think I would have died. I really do. It, it, it... I guarantee you would have died, man. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Now We Hear This Can Be Podcast. I'm Tyler Clawson, and like we've been doing, I'm breaking from the mold. I'm no longer stuck in the comic book uh, painting. I'm I'm in the real world now. I'm a real human being, not an AI voice that's been generated to read the news for you. Uh, and I'm bringing other people into the studio because I'm not that exciting to talk to. Uh, so we're bringing other people in from Camby. Today with me is Kayla DeShazer. Mm-hmm. And I got it right. Yeah. Two times in a row. <laughs> yeah, good job. So proud of myself. Uh, Kayla, welcome to the studio. Thank you. It's good to be here. Yeah. Is this the first time here? You've been here before? No. I met... Um, I met... Oh, now I'm drawing a blank. I did the between the Lewis and Lovecraft oh, thing here, right. and we with, talked about books Hannah. for like an hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was so fun. That was a long time ago, though. It but was a long time ago. Yeah, that was between fun. Lewis and Lovecraft uh, was an amazing podcast. It still is. We're just you yeah. know life things get in the way, and mm-hmm. so uh, I'm still using my child as an excuse to not do <laughs> extra stuff. Hey, I've got four of them, and I use them all all yeah. the time. Yeah. <laughs> I need four more excuses. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> um, so it probably wasn't like this uh, for our audience. I'm pointing to the room around us uh, when you were here last time. Right? Yeah, it's it's a little different. It looks so good in here. It's really decorated, really fun. Um, there you. was just like a giant table in the middle <laughs> with like chairs. and Yeah. But yeah, it looks great. Thank you. Um, yeah, we... Frankie and I, uh, we we went to town on it. I got some family members to to help us out, and I went for the theme of like a fantasy tavern. Yeah, so for sure. Kinda, you feel like like in your book. Yeah, like in my book. We <laughs> yeah. don't have. We don't have. Anything, you know. Okay, sorry, but that's that what it totally here. reminded me of. <laughs> I do want to get another sign that that is you know based off the book. So yeah, maybe that'd be someday. Cool. Yeah. I love um, it. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so so this is our studio. Um, Kayla, you're hanging out with us um, because I you're one of the people that I see doing a lot in town, uh, and so I'm kind of jealous because even with four kids, you're doing like a thousand <laughs> times as much stuff as I possibly can. Um, so how does that make you feel? <laughs> um, kind of weird, I guess. I don't know. I like I I grew up here. I love living here i kind of see it as my own stars hollow from gilmore girls kind nice. of like 
town where I want to be involved in all the activities. I want to like see the town doing more things. And so I just get involved a lot and I have a great husband who helps me actually do all that. So, yeah. yeah. I feel like we're going to end up talking about your husband a lot and just how great he is. So <laughs> yeah, he's going to be. <laughs> Let's not idolize him. <laughs> but no, he's pretty great. <laughs> yeah. Um, so let that's a great segue. Let's let's get into you know who you are, where you came from. You said you're from Camby, mm-hmm. born and raised. I was born here, and then my mom married, and we moved to Oregon City for a couple years. All the way out there. All the way out to Oregon City, so far away. Um, and then we moved back and I went to Karis mm-hmm. and grew up out there in the country and then moved back to Canby in high school and been here ever since. Never got out of here. Yeah. Um, met my husband working at Cutsworth Thriftway. Nice. Actually, we were in the same grade going to the same school since middle school. Yeah. No idea who he was. <laughs> I did not know who it he was. It wasn't until you were out of high school working at the same place? We were our senior year. We started working at Cutsworth Thriftway. Yeah. And <laughs> I looked at him and I said, um, hey, you know, are you working this weekend? He's like, yeah, I'm working this weekend. I'm like, cool. Are you going to, to so-and-so's party? And he's like, yeah, Kayla, like, I'm going to her party. We have known each other for years. And I'm like, wait, who are you? (laughs) Okay. Here you are trying to pick up a stranger and (laughs) he already knows everything about you. Yeah. He's like, we're in French class together. I'm like, oh. Uh, okay. if, you, if you don't mind sharing, do you, what year did you graduate? 2005. 2005. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you're only a couple years ahead of me. Okay. Yeah. I was 07. Okay. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, we went to high school together. I didn't even Sorry. realize that. No, I, <laughs> okay. I didn't realize that. That's on both of us. I was in my own world in high school, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so me too. 100%. I was, I hung out uh, with the, my youth group. Mm-hmm. And that was it. Like maybe a couple other people, um, but it definitely was never anybody older than me because I w- I always had an inferiority complex of like mm. I'm only a junior. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I was I hung out with a lot of different groups. Like it's different than it is now. Like yeah. I went, my boys go to the high school now, which isn't a whole another weird story. Yeah, um, but it's. When I was in high school, everyone had their own cliques and their own things, but we were all friends and we sure. all still talked to each other and we all knew each other. So it was kind of weird that I didn't even know Jake um, when we were going to school together because like he played baseball and I played softball and I knew a lot of of the baseballers and mm-hmm. you know we were all in the field at the same time. Um, but he and we went to the same youth group like oh wow yeah so like you really were we like, really were it made no sense that you didn't know who i know were. so but i had a lot going on in my life like i was playing softball and volleyball and i was mm. in catalinas and i was just in choirs just doing a lot and so yeah. until we started working together i was the cashier and he was my bag boy and then it never <laughs> stopped from there on we even got married there we got married At, upstairs in the old oh, town wow. hall area that's awesome did yeah. you do that on purpose was it like a we've been working here we want to do this or was it like we're here anyway let's just <laughs> well we were 19 so we were very poor mm, <laughs> we're yep, like, yep. and they're like you get the employee discount we're like we love that <laughs> so, <laughs> the employee discount so, on a wedding venue yeah i love that yeah no the cuts for us are great and they, they made it a great day and it was really fun to That's really cool. have our wedding up there so how long did you work at thriftway oh i worked there my senior year and then i worked there until 
our second child was a like a toddler. So it was like four year, four or five years. Okay. I was there. Mm-hmm. Nice. And were you always cashier? Were you moving around doing different stuff? Oh, I did the pizza department for a while. Um, Which doesn't exist anymore. It's now sushi. Right. What mm-hmm. kind of crazy world <laughs> is this? We're from the 90s where pizza was the thing and now yes. apparently sushi is the thing. I know. Well, sushi is good too, but it's you can good. still get pizza there. It's just they make it and yeah. box it up for you now. Um, but then I was the express checker. So I I just got everyone through like really fast. Yeah. So that was me. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Very cool. It's a good job. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, was it your first job? That was my, besides like babysitting, yeah. um, that was my first job. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. My first job was uh, Godfathers back when it was a thing. Okay. Yeah. That was my jam. <laughs> nice. Like if, I think if it, if I was capable of it, I, I would have like grew up in Godfathers and like made my way to like owner somehow because I loved it. <laughs> yeah. I loved working there. That's awesome. Uh, I invented pizzas while I was there. It was the best that was the best part of working yeah. in the pizza department it was like making the pizza you liked yeah mm-hmm. yeah it was and then you share with your friends and they and it's like you create your own secret menu mm-hmm. that like it's only like starbucks for yeah pizza. wait is there starbucks secret menu I uh, starbucks oh yeah <laughs> yeah i only know of like in and out and their secret menu oh okay i didn't know that one i don't get too deep into <laughs> into food culture <laughs> despite what i look like <laughs> no. Uh, no yeah um okay so so you <clears throat> you went to high school with all these people that you didn't know but you did know <laughs> uh you uh you worked at thriftway what ended up uh why'd you quit thriftway i had kids so yeah. i had two kids at that point and jake was working two jobs and I stayed home and I wanted to raise the kids. Yeah. So I stayed home and raised the kids. And then we ended up having two more. And so I was kind of a stay at home mom for that, a long period of time mm-hmm. and only kind of got back into the workforce uh, about five years ago. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I think I know the answer to this, but where did you end up working? Um, my first job back into the Canby workforce was at the Book Nook. Yeah. Yeah. The Book Nook. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, genuinely my favorite place in Canby. I know. If every they, town. If I could pay rent, I'd just live there. Yes. I. Every town should have an independent bookstore, I oh, believe. Yeah. I'm a huge believer in independent bookstores. And they make, they make the town. Everyone wants to go there and the atmosphere there. I loved working there. I loved talking to people about books there. The customers were so great. It was a great place to work. So obviously you don't go working for a bookstore unless you enjoy books. I love books, yeah. <laughs> but that's not why she hired me. Oh, really? So I was actually, that was like COVID times, and I was reading a lot of books at home, mm-hmm. and I started a bookstagram page, and... Um, met a lot of authors online and was like posting all the time gained like I had like upwards of 5,000 followers I was doing all the things Um, authors were sending me money to review their books Um, so it was really it was fun so she saw that and she was like I need you to come over and do my social media (laughs) I'm like okay (laughs) cool I love books so that's kind of how that gig started out that's really cool so you I mean it straight up came from a love of books like you didn't just walk in and say, I, I like books. Give mm-hmm. me a job. You 
had a passion, you were just doing it, and and that got you noticed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, they, a lot of people think they can just walk into a... You like to read? You can go be a bookseller. It's not actually that simple. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I like to eat, and I worked at a food place, so... Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I fully believe it's, it's harder than how it seems. Uh, but at the same time, I think, like... I don't know. It's. It, I think for a lot of people, it's a it's a dream to own a bookstore because oh, oh we're dicing up dreams here. Oh, so sorry. Um, it's not quiet. It's it's busy. It's a lot. And actually, when I started working there, I wasn't reading as much, um, mm. because I was so busy trying to figure out what the book trends were and only reading snippets of books so that I knew what to sell people on. Yeah. So like, if you liked fiction, I needed to know what fiction books were coming out and what they were popular with. So sure. I would read like the first, like three or four chapters of like a hundred books, yeah. <laughs> so I could tell you the beginning. <laughs> and if I don't like a book after a hundred pages, I won't read it. So. Yeah. Um, I kind of use that as my system to yeah. tell people, you know, like, okay, well, this one grabbed me right away, or this one's about this, or if you like drama, this one has that. How quickly can you read 100 pages? Oh, I never sat down and timed myself, but like a sitting, like I just sit down and read 100 pages. Yeah. I, like so, a half an hour, maybe? Oh, wow. I don't know. I'm so slow. <laughs> I'm so slow. I love reading, but I am so stinking slow at it. I, it'll, I will, like, if I can read 100 pages in one day, oh. I'm, like, proud of myself. Yeah. Well, that's good. Everyone yeah. has their own pace. Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> it just makes me feel bad. <laughs> Sorry. Because no, I, I know, like, uh, you were on um, Lewis and Lovecraft, Hannah the co-host of that show yeah she read uh, a book a week and that was one of the reasons why she and i started that show um was because she was she's like yeah i like to read and i can read a lot and i was like thank god because mm-hmm. i can't i like to read and, and i give up very quickly mm-hmm. um and so uh so that that worked really well um when you like did you start to were you ever able to find time to read books that you started and you really enjoyed? Yeah. No. So I had a chal- like a hundred book challenge for a year and I wanted to read a hundred books and I did that while I was working there. So mm-hmm. I, I still read a hundred books in a year. So yeah. um, I still completed my challenge. It was just a lot of picking books up and reading them. And if they weren't grabbing me, putting them aside. And that was really hard for me to yeah. like realize like, there are so many books out there. I don't have to love every single one and I can move on to the next one. Yeah. Isn't it a scary concept to realize that you're not going to be able to read all the books you want? Oh, no. Yeah, that hurts my brain um, because I, my library right now, my physical library in my house, I have like, I counted it recently. It was like 970 some books Whoa. and I've read like maybe half of them Yeah, and I just keep adding more and I'm like, this is not <laughs> Like at, at certain point, you're going to have more <laughs> books than you could possibly read yeah. in your lifetime. Yeah, book collecting is also a thing. That's <laughs> so. why. That's why I like audiobooks on like three speed. Yes, and we can <laughs> three get speed. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I think the fastest I do I, right now, I'm listening to Brandon Sanderson's uh, third um, Stormlight Archives book. Oh, so good! Which is like. 54 hours long mm-hmm. and I've got it on 1.5 just because I'm like I just gotta get through this thing yeah 
so I can catch up. Because <laughs> yeah. by the time I finish the fourth one, I'm sure the fifth will come out. Probably. He's so good. I love his books. Are you you're a fan of his? Or uh, yeah. Have you read most of his stuff or just a couple? Or? Um, I, st- I fell in love with Mistborn. Mistborn was the first book that I read of his, and I kind of fell in love with that series mm-hmm. and then started diving into it. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, the branches it goes in. Where do I begin? Yeah. And so I just kept, like, going as far as I could go. And then I... I needed a break. I'm like, yeah. this is a lot. It um, is. So then I started reading Steelheart, which is, have you read that one? Uh, no. That one is kind of like, um, have you seen the show The Boys? Yeah. It's kind of like that, but for younger. It's like middle, oh, okay. it's like middle grade The Boys. It's so good. All right. Um, so then that, that was just kind of easier. It was an easier read, not like super intense into the world and, you know, not a lot of world building in that one it was just kind of about the story yeah and so i read that series and that was a good series yeah um but i haven't gotten back into that lately because i've been so busy sure yeah i did elantris and i did not like it okay. like I, I didn't even finish it i was like this is boring yeah this is the most boring thing i've ever read uh and then i took a chance and jumped over to Mistborn, and immediately was like this is great yeah. this is one of the best things i've ever read uh, and then before even go- continuing on, I went to Stormlight, which is his huge series mm-hmm. uh, for people that don't know. Really, really good fantasy story um, or writer. But you need to be invested. Yeah. It's, it's a process. Mistborn is is kind of the medium, I feel like, mm-hmm. you know, because you can just read the shorter books and you can read just like the first trilogy and just. And then like, you could I'm be good. done if you I'm wanted done. to. Yeah, totally. What would you say is your favorite book? I can't answer that question. I hate that question. <laughs> what would you say is three of your top favorite books? Uh, okay. Um, I really like... Ooh, okay. I love... Let's see. So right off the top of my head, I would have to say Little Women. I just uh-huh. have to. It's nostalgia. It's yeah. so. It's just so good. So that would be like my top nostalgia book I read probably every christmas i read that book yeah um another book i love that's more recent is empire of the vampire okay by jay christoph actually i kind of love jay christoph i love all of his books um so shout out to jay christoph if you're listening to this (laughs) (laughs) really (laughs) he listens to very random specific hometown please please give me please give me um all of your books that'd be great (laughs) come visit me and come on our podcast (laughs) yeah that'd be great um so i love his books too so anything written by him um i love fantasy so i can't really pick i love i love fantasy and i love sci-fi i love pierce brown i'm reading um uh, red rising the red rising trilogy um i'm on the third like so there's a trilogy and then there's three more that happen like 10 years later i'm in that set right now um, that's a really good series. It's like a space opera, if you know what that kind of it's but it's Star Wars is a space opera technically. Yes. Right? Uh-huh. Yeah. It's like it's like Hunger Games and Star Wars had a baby. Um oh, okay. it's really yeah. good. I All love right. I love that series. So and I got my husband to start reading by reading those. He was not a reader. Yeah. And he does audiobooks only. And yeah. so he drives a lot for work. Yep. And started listening to that. And he's like, this is amazing. So we've been reading, I've been rereading and he's reading it. And so we're kind of reading it together. Nice. Is he on Libro? He's on both. He's on, yeah, yeah, he's on Audible. He's on Libro. (laughs) He's on, 
anything. <laughs> he loves he loves autobiographies too. So yeah. he listens to a lot of those too. I I was listening to a ton of biographies when I was doing Lewis and Lovecraft more, mm-hmm. um, and it was like it's nice to take a break and listen to just fantasy and and dive into stuff. Like I just I took a break from Sanderson, went to Terry Pratchett did the first um in the Discworld series okay i haven't so. read any terry pratchett yet but it's sitting on my shelf uh the, which which one um okay i a couple of them um but the recent one i bought was like a witchy one is that a witch one uh yeah probably rights um something sister no what's it called i can't remember <clears throat> i <clears throat> yeah so so basically he wrote 54 books that take place in one world the disc world but the 54 books are like all standalone mm-hmm. there are sequent there is a s- sequential reading order if you want to get super nerdy about it which i do then you want to start at the color of magic that's the one i have there you go okay okay that's the one i have i haven't yeah. started that yet i liked it okay i'm a huge fan one of my top favorites is um hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy oh yeah i've read that like genuinely one of the greatest books ever written yeah um and i i thought that i was going to basically be reading a fantasy version of that um and i didn't that's not what color out of space was okay color of space space is definitely not that uh (laughs) color of magic um it it was its own thing and it was a little bit more dry and and abstract in it in a weird way and I and I wasn't ready for it, so I'm still trying to come to terms with it before I move okay. on to the next book. Okay. Good to know. <laughs> <laughs> hey Tyler, what you doing? My dang Wi-Fi keeps going out and uh, I'm just trying to move this router somewhere else, get a better signal. It's been years since I set this thing up and now I forgot how to do it. Oh years, huh? How many years are we talking? I don't know, like seven or eight maybe. Well, no wonder your Wi-Fi stinks. You've got a router that's older than my fourth grader stuff behind a bunch of stuff at the back of your entertainment center. But this is state-of-the-art router systems, bro. It might have been when you bought it, but Wi-Fi technology has progressed a lot since then. Think about it. Would you expect an eight-year-old smartphone to be able to do the things that a modern one can? I don't know. My iPhone 4 seems to do okay. So are you saying to go out and buy a new system? That's going to cost me a fortune. Not necessarily. You have Direct Link, right? Didn't you hear that they're upgrading their network? All members on Fiber can get a brand new router installed by their techs for free. What? Seriously? Are you sure that's not some sort of scam? Nope. It's just their commitment to their members as a local cooperative. Everyone that hasn't already been upgraded this year gets a new Wi-Fi router and access to the new network management mobile app called Omni IQ. You can use it to customize your network settings, use the parental controls to set time limits and content restrictions for kids, create a separate network for guests, and more. <laughs> I better get going on that then. So uh, how do I get started with the process? Just call the member services team at 503-266-8111 and tell them you'd like to upgrade to Omni. They'll get you scheduled for an appointment and one of their expert technicians will come out to install the new router at no cost to you. Two six six eight one one one. Uh, hey, uh, hello, directly. I'm I'm ready to upgrade to Omni. All right now. <laughs> wow, that iPhone four does work. Um. Okay. So, uh, I mean, we could talk about books for literally the entire time. Um. <laughs> 
but we've got other things to talk about. Yeah. All the not book nerds have turned their podcasts off <laughs> while they're driving. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so let's talk a little bit about uh, what you do currently. Uh, you went from slinging books to slinging websites, mm-hmm. right? That's right. what you're doing now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So doing the whole bookstagram thing and then starting to work at the book nook and realizing like, the social media website design marketing thing is needed and I enjoy it and it's kind of fun. So I started getting approached by other businesses and I started doing their social media. Um, and then I helped them design their websites and it just kind of grew from there. And I had fun working with businesses around town, helping them grow their social media um, when a lot of businesses are struggling, marketing is the first thing to go. Yeah. Um, and so it's just really trying to make them realize like you actually need to reach the people that you aren't, that are not regulars that are not coming in here. Yeah. And how do you do that? You do that with social media. You do that with advertising. You how we do that with marketing. Well, and, and marketing is such a, <clears throat> such a big word. I mean, like it's easy to go, okay, we need to focus on marketing. Let's start a Facebook page, but it's, it can be so much bigger than that. And, and so more involved. Like I watch, I mean, I'm, I'm a business owner, so I watch a lot of stuff on marketing and stuff. And there's people that straight up do like almost like pranks to try and get like movies do a lot of pranks and stuff. Yeah. And, but like, <clears throat> there's small businesses I can't remember the one I, I watched but there was a small business that straight up was like pranking the people in their hometown and it got that it was like a nice prank it wasn't a mean or anything yeah. but it got them to go to this website and realize oh this is something that I'm interested in and they sold tickets for whatever they were doing and I'm like that's insane like who mm-hmm. who thinks of that sort mm-hmm. of thing so is that is that kind of what you're doing or are you just focusing on social media and website development so a lot of what I do is I make it personable. Like mm. you said, doing the pranks and stuff, you want to be relatable. You want people to want to watch you. You want people to be engaged in what you're doing. You want people to like you. Um, people are, especially people in Canby, are not going to just buy from Fred Meyer because it's convenient. Like they actually do like to make a connection with people and they buy things from people that they have a connection with. Yeah. Um, I think it's really important to grow your social media platform in an organic way. I don't pay for ads very, very rarely. Do we, do any of my clients pay for ads? It's an organic growth thing. Yeah. I like making it personable. I like seeing their faces. Like we don't just want to see your plate of food. We want to see who the owner is. We want to see who the chefs are. Yeah. We want to see who is the kid behind the counter. Like we want to, they want to be engaging with other people, especially during COVID. Like oh, sure. when you couldn't see anyone you want, that's, that grew a lot during COVID. It was, everyone needed to be on social media for that. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's true though. Like you want to walk into a store and you want to know that person and you want to be greeted with a friendly face and you want to have a good conversation. The better time you're having, the more you're going to spend. Like yeah. legit. I mean, I do. <laughs> I like to go shopping and I like to be wooed. I like someone to take <laughs> my stuff and put it in the dressing room for me. I like, you yeah. know, I like to have a glass of wine or champagne waiting for me while I'm shopping around. Like you want to be you want to be wooed. So why wouldn't you do that online too? Yeah. 
I don't know how you get people champagne and wine online, <laughs> but sounds like a great idea. You promote it. You say, <clears throat> sure. hey, come yeah. to Sunday. We have mimosas. There you or, go. Or, you know, you promote it. You let people know, <laughs> here's where the stuff is. Yeah. I know. Um, what would what would you say is like, I, was, I started like three different sentences. I know that there's a lot of obstacles that get in the way. Uh, of marketing for a lot of times for a lot of people what would you say is the number one obstacle you face when you're helping a client get their name out there more yeah um with the organic approach you don't see a rise right away yeah it is a long-term thing um you're not if you're gonna if you're gonna pay for ads you're gonna see all of a sudden thousands of people looking at your post but the way you pay for an ad, it just kind of dwindles over time until you start paying more. Yeah. With an organic approach, it does take longer, but you grow that solid base, that solid customer base that you're going to have. Yeah, I know a lot of people nowadays, there's there's a lot of get rich quick ideas on, I mean, even with podcasting, I have a lot of people that come to us and they're like, oh, I want to start a podcast and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, that's great. Everyone mm -hmm. should have a podcast. Everybody in the world should have a podcast. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> don't expect to make money at it. Like we're, we've been doing this for five years and we're still still getting off the ground. Right. Mm -hmm. And um, starting a podcast, starting a business, it's basically the same thing. And it's the same thing that goes into social media where you start a Facebook page, Instagram, TikTok, and it takes time to build that audience. It's not something that you're going to just for most people at least it's like winning a lottery mm -hmm. like most people aren't going to win it you're just going to have to keep grinding at it for a long time right um what what sort of thing have you seen ha be the most effective like something you're like specifically proud of achieving oh that's <laughs> a loaded question uh, i don't know what do you mean I don't know, like you've done something, you did an event, you did a specific post and you're like, ah, oh, this worked out better than I thought. Oh gosh, I don't know. I, don't, I didn't know if there was going to be one of them. I'm kind of just hoping that that's something that happens. It just happens every once in a while that you're yeah. like, okay. And sometimes it comes out of the blue. You're like, okay, that reel did amazing or that video did amazing, but why? Because why is it so popular right now? Yeah. Um, it's just kind of the way the trends go or if you use, you're using trending audio um hashtags don't matter as much as they used to so yeah. that's not always a thing anymore um but it's some some posts just do better than others and when they do you're like cool what's more important is consistency yeah and being online every day and engaging online every day and if you're not doing that it tells the algorithm that you don't want to be here yeah and it stops showing your posts to people you basically have to become a content creator you have to do it every day. You have yeah. to create content every day. That's why a lot of my clients hire me because they don't have time to do it. They're running businesses. They don't have time to sit there and create real, content. Real quick, I do apologize. We never said what the name of your company oh. is. <laughs> <laughs> We're Sorry. like 30 minutes in and, and people are like, I don't know what she does. What's the name of your company? Spark, Spark Social Media. There you go, okay. Yeah. So now people can go and look it up. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll spark your business. <laughs> we'll light a spark. Um, no, it's just engaging every day is really important and um, just being present. Because yeah. once you stop being present, people aren't going to watch you anymore and you're not going to be shown. The algorithm just really kicks you back. Yeah. 
I <clears throat> there was a point where I was doing a podcast. It was a Dungeons and Dragons podcast, and um, we kind of not big time, but exploded a little bit mm-hmm. on TikTok. Um, we went from like 200 followers to oh, a little over a thousand followers in like a weekend. Mm-hmm. It was nuts. Um, and then the show, we, we ended the show. And so I was like, Hey, I'm going to go back to my personal page, yeah, which had like 10 followers. <laughs> um, and I have not been able, I think I just got over 200 followers and that I started going back to my personal page, like a year and a half, two years ago, mm-hmm. um, it's been like fighting an uphill battle, and I and I tried for a long time to be very consistent and at least post once a day, but it got to a point where I just ran out of ideas. Mm-hmm. Does that happen a lot? Um, yeah, it's a lot of figuring out what other people are posting too, mm-hmm. and what's trending. Um, so being in your stories is really important, so even if you're just like posting what you're doing that day yeah um so but it is hard to come up with with content a lot when it's just you do the same thing every day yeah so i i yeah i see that but there's ways around that for sure nice (laughs) hire me and i'll tell you what they are i was gonna say they gotta they gotta come to the can't give you all the secrets no i i don't (laughs) expect you to give away secrets i'm more just uh like i because i've seen I've been trying to do that for a long time. Mm-hmm. Frankie's very good at social media, as far as I can tell. Yeah, he does sure. a very good job of being very consistent, concise, and, I mean, he's the world's number one reporter. So uh, <laughs> yeah. he has a ton of content. You know, I'm I'm here in the studio, and I just sit around, and I'm like, what do you guys think of the new uh, DuckTales? <laughs> Let's talk about that. Nobody cares. <laughs> Nobody cares about DuckTales. If you care about DuckTales, hit me up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there's nothing wrong with DuckTales. Anything Disney is great. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I had a question, totally space. Oh, uh, well, I was, I, was, I was saying before, you basically have to be a content creator. Is there, so, is there stuff that people can do that's not becoming a, a TikToker, Instagrammer, and, and YouTuber. Is there other stuff out there that people can do to help get their name out there? Or is that is that it? Oh, no, no, no. So a lot of my clients um, take advantage of different magazines or different um, advertising that they, can, they do all over the place. So there's a lot. It kind of depends where you are. Not all of my clients are in Canby, so there's different things based off what town you're in. Yeah. Um, but there's a lot of different like brochures or flyers or things you can put in the mail. Or it's not all online. Sure. So. Because I feel like the physical stuff kind of almost has um, uh, nostalgic is what I keep thinking of. I don't necessarily mm-hmm. think that's the uh, the term I'm looking for, but nostalgic feel of like everybody expects for you to do online stuff so when you do get somebody who's doing something in the real world and it's tangible and you or you can go to it Mm -hmm. and do a thing at a place i feel like it's it's more exciting especially in Mm post-pandemic where where we want to get out yeah just being involved in some of the community events and just however you can do it and plug yourself in there is important yeah. Um, even if you're sponsoring, like anything like that. So, 
what kind of community events are you doing um right now i am helping with the food and toy drive for the kiwanis group um i'm really excited to help with that i used to help with that in high school and I'm just now getting back into that. So that's really exciting. I like seeing um, how much they do there. Yeah. They help so many families. So they've grown huge, right? I, yeah. They're at the fairgrounds. They're at the fairgrounds now, putting all the stuff together, bagging up all of the toys for the food and toy drive. Um, they do gift cards now for the food. So people can just go to the grocery store and get whatever that's food cool. they like. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's that's great. Awesome. Yeah. I didn't realize that. that they were doing that. That I mean, it logistically, it just seems like a much easier process to to be able to be like, "Hey, go go get what you want." Yeah. Rather than let's carry around fifty turkeys, right? And try right. And uh, a, deliver these. A big part of that is finding sponsors for that, so they don't just have the money to go buy all the gift cards. So sure. a lot of town, a lot of clients, a lot of businesses, a lot of people in town donate money for them to be able to do that and so mm-hmm. finding the sponsors to donate money so they can go buy gift cards is a big is a big blessing um and then there's a lot of teenagers that is really hard to buy for so figuring yeah. out what teenagers like you can't just go buy a barbie or a hot wheel um mm-hmm. so it's been exciting kind of helping them with that so i'm just starting that up it's only october but we're like gearing up for that because it is a big thing that they do and i'm really excited to be a part of that yeah is there a way that uh, not businesses, just people, if they want to get involved with that? Yeah, 100%. Anyone can donate toys. We're going to have barrels all over town. There'll be big red barrels. You can donate toys. Um, you can even give money donations. You can even help volunteer your time putting the bags together, um, delivering the bags to the families. So there's a ton of ways to get involved. So if you want to help with that, please reach out to me or anyone in the Kiwanis. All right. Do Would they reach out to you like through Spark? Or, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Spark. Yeah. I'm, Spark is involved in the Kiwanis is gotcha. how I should kind of say that. So. Yeah. They're not, you're not going to give out your personal email address. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we were going to have to before we told people what the name of the company yeah. was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you excited about other than the Kiwanis uh, toy drive um, with Camby? I mean, Camby is ever-changing, and it seems like, especially post-pandemic, there's a lot going on. Mm-hmm. Um what what are you excited about? Um, well, it's October, so it's my favorite season. It's everybody's favorite season. <laughs> if it's not your favorite season, you're insane. I know. It's the best. It's, last Sunday was my birthday, so that kind of oh, kicks off this season for me. It's kind of a gateway <laughs> yeah. celebration into... Yep. All right. Mm-hmm. So I love... I love celebrating birthdays. It's very fun for me. So I love celebrating my own, of course. So we had a fun <laughs> birthday bash. And now it's like we, I helped um, put all the posts up for the scarecrows are coming up this week downtown. Yeah. And I love seeing everybody's creativity and making all the cool scarecrows downtown that Hot Rod DreamWorks puts on. Yeah. Um, so everyone can go vote for their favorite scarecrow. Um, I've got something in the works. I can't really tell you about it, but Ooh. it's like a secret. But next year, <laughs> but there's something. Next uh, next fall, there will be something really exciting and fun to look forward to. So, um, it takes a whole year to plan something. Yeah. So I'm just doing that now. But I'll just put it out there that next 
here, there'll be something really fun to do in October for everyone. Because hello, my favorite season. It's the best. Gotta help out. Do you go to any haunted houses? Oh gosh, I'm so scared. <laughs> you don't go to them. It's your favorite season, but you're like, nah. I've done. Um, I've done a couple. I've done like the Milburn haunted house. Uh-huh. Um, and I've done Savi's Island one time i did like the corn maze thing Mm -hmm. so like i love pumpkin patches i love doing the corn mazes although i have a terrible sense of direction so you're in and you're in until i'm in and (laughs) if i if i don't come out for a couple hours i usually take a book in there with me (laughs) (laughs) go find a little corner by yourself i have four kids it's quiet it's a night away That's funny. Um, but yeah, no, the haunted houses. I I like being scared to an extent, but if anyone touches me, you're going to get hurt. Yeah. <laughs> so get back. <laughs> Tyler, did you know that the Australian lyrebird can mimic any sound that it hears, even chainsaws? No, that's uh, super interesting. Did you know that a baby puffin is called a puffling? Uh, or no. that baby sea otters can't swim, so their moms wrap them up in pieces of kelp until they learn how to paddle? Wait, do you know any trivia that isn't, like, animal-related? Not really, but here's some stuff you may not know about the Wild Hare Saloon, where Camby goes to eat and have fun. Okay. The Wild Hare is one of Camby's longest-running, locally-owned restaurants. Owners Joan and Darren Moden have been in business for 16 years. That's cool. Yeah, heck, you were just a baby back then. I, and, wait, what? And they love to give back. They've been members of the Camby Chamber for that long, and they donate over $20,000 to local sports, FFA programs, and civic organizations each year. Wow, I'm legitimately like caught off. That's cool. Yeah. They also support more than 30 jobs in the community through their award-winning staff, some of them as young as 18. Hey, that's older than you are. Uh, dude, I'm te- I'm 10 months younger than you. With, with the days getting longer and the weather getting warmer, the Canby Wild Hair's expansive outdoor patio is the place to be. Furry friends, welcome. Well, that sounds great. I'm going to go check them out just off of Highway 99E next to the Space Age in Canby at 1656 Beaver Creek Road in Oregon City or on their website at thewildhairsaloon.net. I think it's great that, um, I mean, I don't know how it is anymore because uh, I haven't gone out in a couple of years, you know, pandemic. I had a kid. He's mm-hmm. too young to trick or treat. Um, uh last year, Last year I took him to one house and then he was like i'm done we're going home i'm like yeah all right i got a little bit of candy let's go home um he's he was six months old at that point or like nine months old so So? that's adorable i had to just like all right let's go back um but when i was a kid when i was in high school my dad had a house um on the south side south side of town um you know and where all the the nice houses are and we started doing haunted houses in his garage. Ooh. Yeah. And it like took us all October to build it. And we did like four or five years in a row. And each year it got more and more intricate. But then like we at the same time, there were other houses in the neighborhoods that would also do these intricate haunted houses. That like is one so dude cool. did like a pirate's cove or something and Oh, and I, I know like, whose house that is. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and and like it's I think it's really cool. I love the idea that people are are creating this thing that like welcomes people into their home 
in a messed up sort of way, but still it's very welcoming. And like the idea that kids and adults on Halloween night can just tour Canby and mm-hmm. hit all these scary free haunted houses that people spend a month building. That's the part of ha- that Halloween that I like, mm-hmm. I get really into. Like the last year we did it, we went full like zombie apocalypse because Walking Dead was a thing. And like, like people would go in and they'd see people like th- we did this back and forth through the garage and you'd like see people turning into zombies. And then I would I would welcome them into like a safe panic room. Oh my gosh. And there would be zombies coming down the hallway behind you and they're like hitting the door oh. and then we had our back exit door. Okay, that's cool. And then like I was like, all right, let me just check and make sure the exit's okay. I'd open up the door and then a flood of zombies would come in and like rip my shirt apart and guts would go everywhere <laughs> no. and be like, run, run. <laughs> and then they'd go out they get a piece of candy. <laughs> That's the best. That is the best. It was awesome, I man. mean, it's about community, though. Yeah. So, like, it doesn't matter what you're doing. Like, you're having fun doing it, but yeah. you're doing it with other people, and you're doing it with the community, and that's why you love it so much. It really is. That's why like, I love Canby. Yeah. I, what, I, I hope that there comes a day where we can just have, like – almost a tour of haunted can be like a and great idea. so we create a map of all the houses that are doing big intricate free haunted houses they do it for the christmas lights right? with the with the train thing that goes yeah, through that you would should be, do that yeah make a map make a map if you have a haunted house that you're building in your place email <laughs> us at uh email me at clausen at canbefirst.com perfect that is so cool i love that so we just moved this last year and we finally have like a bigger space where we can host things like that. Yeah. And I am more, so I used to um, throw weddings and I used to do weddings and events a lot. Mm-hmm. And when I did that, I was the coordinator, but also the planner, but also the decorator. So everything. So everything. Uh. So my husband would come with me and I would say, okay, this is what the bride wants. We're going to throw it up like this and you're just going to execute it. And he's like, okay. <laughs> but, but he did and he did a great job. So this year for Halloween, I said, I want spider webs going up here. I want bats that go like this and they're going to come around and like go around, look like it's a moon around the light and like nice. throw all this stuff up. And he did. He, he decorated the whole house. There's, he not the whole house, but like three rooms. So we've got like a couple more rooms to go. But um, he did that for me, and I would love people to come over and see it because yeah. it's really cool and it's fun. That's awesome. Yeah. I last year we my wife and I tried to do some stuff again. We had a newborn, so we had yeah. like no energy. This year somehow we have less energy and we, we care less, but we still love the season. But um. We did, we had this, we have this backyard area in our apartment that's like the size of this room. Mm-hmm. And so we just got a bunch of gravestones and skeletons and stuff and we put it out. I turned on, you know, a fog machine and I was like, this is the greatest thing this I've ever awesome. done. It's, it's so easy, <laughs> but it's it's amazing. And then of course, Halloween ended. <laughs> I didn't put it away. <laughs> I think I just threw away the last gravestone oh, this weekend. Funny. Um, it stayed up all the way through New Year's, and people would come. They're like, "Why is, why do you still have this up?" Be like, "Why take it down, man? Spooky season oh, all year best. long." Oh, that's funny. <laughs> so you're super into the Halloween stuff. 
Oh That's yeah. Great. I love Halloween. I'm super into whatever holiday it is. I'm super into it. That you get like su- into yeah. mm-hmm. So what do you do in like I don't know, between I guess Easter and and 4th of July? Like there's not, it's like a stretch of not it's, much. Yeah, that's true. I keep so I'm but I'm also the person that like so for Halloween, I started decorating for Halloween before October. Mm-hmm. So it was end of September and I started decorating. Like yeah. that's that's Halloween. And then I don't unless I'm hosting Thanksgiving, I don't decorate for Thanksgiving. Sure. It's still Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> so it's Halloween through November, like mid November. And then I start decorating for Christmas, mid November. Right. And then it's Christmas till January. Yep. So like you're it's Christmas for a while. And then it's like winter. Yeah. And spring and you're like meh it, I, we've got a lot of birthday parties in that time frame so yeah. it's like decorate with birthday party things and um you know you've got like saint patrick's day and so i decorate for that but um mostly it's just like the house is kind of clean and there's not <laughs> stuff all over the walls <laughs> but it's fine yeah i i totally get you know taking Halloween all the way to, to Thanksgiving. We don't ever host Thanksgiving, so that's easy for us. Mm-hmm. Um, I I want us to get back to a place where we do like the twelve days of Christmas. That always seemed like a cool idea, mm-hmm. like because you there's so many people you want to see. You know, if if we have twelve days, it's way easier than one day. You yeah. know, so Especially I think as a society, you're married and you've got <laughs> yeah, multiple families to go oh, to, and it's so hard. Yeah, it's a lot. Especially if your parents are divorced and no, just... yeah, mm-hmm. both both sides, <laughs> both sides. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. Um, we got to a point where Jake and I were like, "Can we just run away on Christmas and <laughs> just oh, like man, go to Leavenworth and stay there for a week?" And <laughs> Santa World. knows where we are. It's fine. <laughs> Disney World is where I want to take my wife. Perfect. Like, Do it. My my kid can go stay with grandparents. Uh-huh. We're gonna go. <laughs> your kid. <laughs> Yeah, you thought we were gonna take our kid to Disney World? <laughs> <Yes>. You fool! <laughs> no, it's for oh, Becca. And I. That's the best. I'm gonna go hang out with Star Lord. She's gonna go hang out with Gaston or that's whoever she so likes. Funny. Jake does not like rides. So when we go, like we go to Disneyland a lot. When we go, he loved it when we had babies with us because he could <laughs> sit on the ground with the baby while we all went on the rides. Sorry, I got this kid. <laughs> yeah. I can't. I would. I totally would. You know I'd be there, yeah. but this kid. I'm not darn even, it. I'm not even calling him out. He'll literally tell you that. He'll be like, yeah, I had the baby and it was great. <laughs> so. uh, that's funny. Uh, cool. Well, is there anything else you wanted to, to bring up or chat about? Um, I don't think so. I'm just like, I like to be involved in a lot of things. So I started, I joined the um, chamber a couple of years ago and I started, I'm an ambassador now at the chamber. So I, I've been doing a lot of um, community events with them, their golf tournament, things like that. Um, there's a lot of new businesses in town. There's yeah. a lot of new people in Canby I don't know. Um, and just because I grew up here and I've lived here forever, I don't know everyone. So yeah, clearly you can go to school and church <laughs> and your... work next to somebody. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> I like to get I'm trying to get out more. I mean, I was a stay at home mom for so many years that I want to get back out there and like meet new people. And that's been a really easy way for me to meet a lot of new businesses and um, see what kind of community events they're doing. I'm really involved in the first Thursday stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like doing the first Thursday stuff downtown. And yeah, 
any yeah any community events that are out there i try to plug in like what do you <laughs> want me to do there. i'll take pictures i'll hang things so nice it's fun getting involved and the kids like it um my son plays in the band he's in the jazz band at the high school oh nice what does he play he plays the alto and the tenor sax nice yeah He's really good. It's actually Christmas is Kenny G in my house. It's great. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So he does a lot of that stuff. My other son does robotics. We're getting into that world of technical stuff that I don't understand, but we got that going. Um, Is he building the battle bots? Yeah. So not battle. They don't do battles. They do like, they have to like put discs in a thing and like they have to be able to hang from a bar. Oh, okay. And I'm like, I... Can you make it do the dishes or like clean, like clean your room? Like that would be great. So we haven't gotten there yet, but I'm hoping he'll figure that out. That'd yeah. be really helpful for me. Um, so yeah. Nice. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming in and hanging out with me for a little bit. Um, if you guys want to check out uh, Spark, well, I'm so sorry. Spark. Spark I w- social media. See, yeah. I wanted to say Spark Media. It's like but Spark I, Marketing. Yeah. yeah. No, Spark Media, Spark Marketing. It, You'll is find Spark me. Media something I, I've seen around? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. So I'm not completely dumb. No, nope, you're not wrong. Um, Spark social media um, so that you can learn all the secrets of how to become TikTok famous. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> um, uh, and, uh, and yeah, check out, if you want to get involved with the Canby Kiwanis uh, toy drive, uh, you can email Kayla through um, Spark and uh, just keep an eye out on all the fun stuff that she's doing around town. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, you can email me at Kayla at Spark Social dot media. OK. Yep. Yeah. And with that, uh, remember to stay safe in spooky season and um, get your spook on. I don't know. <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Odmo's Pizza in Canby. Handmade awesome pizza plus craft beer, wine, and cider. Delivered. Call them today at 503-263-8444. Now Hear This Canby is produced by me, Tyler Clausen. Our content director and star reporter is Tyler Frankie. And of course, our show is edited by Cameron Clausen. We also feature the vocal talents of Joy Struby and James Walden. So a round of applause to them. The song that you're hearing right now is Can Be by singer-songwriter Olivia Harms, used with her permission. To find more work from her, you can visit her website, olivia13.com. Now Hear This Can Be is dedicated to preserving independent local journalism and redefining local news with our fun, fresh, and energetic brand of storytelling. Our sincere thanks to our local sponsors who make this show possible. Please show your appreciation by supporting the small businesses who support us. The production of Now Hear This Studios, Canby's locally owned full-service audio, video, and media production company. Our mission is to produce the best content in the universe, and we'd love to help you do it. Find us online at nhtstudios.com. I will take a motion to adjourn. I just moved it. I didn't even ask for it, though.